Hello? Is, is anybody listening? Hey, Dad. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's listening. listening. Uh, it's unbelievable. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for your patience. Uh, we needed an extra day to watch this episode. Just the so, process. Um, yes, I'm, I'm glad that you, you made it. Uh, we are ready to talk about episode nine of Andor. Nobody's listening. All right. Um, if we are Kerwin and Keith, father and son, if you are new to the channel, please like this video. And if you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. All right. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about episode nine. All right. Wonderful. So you remember, Keith, last week when we were talking about episode eight, um, you mentioned that you're hoping that we would see more than just, you know, back at the prison, table five is working to put these machine parts together for hey, the Empire. guess what? Yeah. That was all this episode That's, was. Well, it was, but we could tell that something is coming. Something is happening, right? The calm before the storm. The calm before the storm, right. So we did, you know, we pick up, let's talk about the Andor story. We pick up and yes, we are back in the cell. Well, the the you know the 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 factory and table five is working they're still putting these machine parts together they're competing with the other tables um but andor notices something well one thing he does so two things he does one is um he leaves the room and he removes a panel right and he takes a some kind of sharp tool a knife or maybe and started cutting um some piping and we're not sure why but then you know you heard the call that you know, some new person, new yeah, inmate like, is coming. On program, that, that, On that. program, some uh, new inmate is coming. Um, so then we um, noticed something. Well, Andor noticed something, and a couple other uh, inmates, that the the lift that brings up and, you know, up, you know, people up and down, um, the prisoners and the, the security officers, is not wired, right? There's no electrical current going Water through. Operated, it. I believe. Right. It's hydraulics, right? Yes, it is. Right. So Andor has an idea. He says, "Well, maybe this could be a, a way out because it's not live." All right. Well, okay. Precisely. Yeah. All right. Um, what uh, What else I could say about uh, Andor's story is uh, it does get dark. It gets a little dark. Um, Andy Circus's character, um, seems, well, at the beginning, he was not very on board with what Andor is trying to propose. You know, he was asking him about, um, you know, how many guards on the level and have you ever thought about breaking out and, um, you know, Andy Circus's character, I don't have Keto his Keto Right. He you know, try to, you know, ignored him and kept it, you know, kept kept away from Andor, didn't want to talk about it. And, you know, Andor kept saying, nobody's listening, nobody's listening, right? And that's the, that's the title. Nobody's listening! Right. So as it turns out, uh, one of the, 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 the gentlemen at Table 5, Olaf, right? He's yeah. the older gentleman. He's trying to keep up and you can tell that he is slipping. He is running out of, out of you know, out of steam. Um, yeah, he he is just he just doesn't look well. He's turning red, um, but they're trying to cover for him. So you know, they 
you know, keep going, keep going and make sure that they're not the slowest ones because we know what happens when, you know, slow table gets whatever fried right. like pancakes. Right, exactly. So they made sure or, or chicken because you don't really fry pancakes. Right. For <laughs> good point. Right. So they did okay. Table five did fine. Nothing happened to them. But something there was an event that did take place, right? In in the prison cell. Um it had to do with another level. All right. Um, and level two got fried. Yeah. I right. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what happened, but from what I, I gather, I yeah. Well, let me let me say what I think happened. You can say what you think happened, but so apparently there was um a prisoner who was released, right? Yeah. From level four, I believe, right? And somehow two days later he shows up on level two so i don't know if this was a mistake that the empire made like they released him when he there weren't when he wasn't supposed to be released or this guy actually just left on his own i know what it is i think right and no one knew he was gone until he appeared on level two and but when the empire the the security guards found out they got very angry and apparently they took out an entire floor maybe men. Of, of of men on that floor um and word gets out you know we you know last week we saw one of the characters doing a um signaling um sign language Chaga. to right to another uh inmate from across the way and he's trying to figure out what's going on what happened to level two and you know nobody knew and yeah, and then it turns out that something did happen that where, you know, there wasn't there was an accident. So now Yeah, I think this level is trying to figure out what to do next. So what do you think happened? It must be that PORD legislation that Palpatine passed. Yep. You know, like double A sentences and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So he must have been released and then the Imperials figured it out what that what that legislation meant. And then they put him right back on level two to finish out the rest of his sentence. The rest of the the rest of the uh, prisoners got wise of their plan, and then all of a sudden, you know, everyone finds out, and then the Imperials want to keep it covered, keep a lid on it, and they fry everyone because it's the easiest way. Hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Well, then that's that's what happens. And going back to Olaf now. So you know, again, once again, he's trying to keep up, and he's not doing well, and he passes out. And they, um, you know, try to get him some medical help. All right. So let's go to Q&A. Let's see who's here. Alex. Alex. Hey, guys. Hey, excited thanks. To see, to, excited to hear your thoughts on episode nine. And my guess is that he thought he was going to be released, but was moved to level two. And when level two found out that no one's leaving, they protested and the Empire violently responded. Interesting. That okay. makes sense, too. That's a good yeah. theory as well. Right. Right. He thought he was going to be released and then moved to level two. Hmm. Interesting. I second Keith. Right. So then, that, okay. So that that's probably it then. So it wasn't that the Empire made a mistake. What people might have heard from what you said, the PORD, you know, this their sentencing was the poor legislation. Yeah, was was um, increased double was doubled, I guess. And their you know the, the inmates got mad and tried to fight back, and they lost their lives. Boy, not even poured. Pork. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, I don't know what that was. I just went. <laughs> yeah, that's that. I guess that's a pork. Yeah. 
So public order resentencing director, right? Yeah. In other words, rhetoric. Right. It's, (laughs) yeah, it's just, you know, we know why this is in place. The empire is angry. You know, they, you know, you know, people stole some money from them. So, you know, that what happens when, you know, you take care of, you know, somebody, you know, wipes you out, you know, with, with, with money. Yeah, it happens. All right. So let's get back to Olaf. So Olaf, they're trying to get him medical help. They have a doctor come in. The doctor says there's nothing that they can do for him. Um, so they, uh, they put him to sleep. And so now he's gone. Um, and, you know, uh, Kino is not very happy. So you can see, you, you start to see that Kino is, is changing his mind. So maybe there was, because he cares, right? He's been there for a very long time. Right. And he, I remember the first time he met him, he said he had maybe like 200 something days left. Right. So I'm wondering, and that was probably before the port directive was in place. And I wonder, you know, since it's now in place, he might've gotten his sentencing double to what that was. And now he's disillusioned. And now he's thinking about, well, how am I going to get out of this? I don't know. You know, well, so Olaf unfortunately loses his life. And um, so Kino is, you know, he's he seems to be turning to a good guy. Andor's side. Well, he's turned to Andor's side, right? So yeah, Andor, like, let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. out. There must be there, there must be a way out. So let's find out what happens, right? Kino's like, so, let's rock and roll, Cassian. Right. And there was a question that Cassie kept asking him. You know, like how many guards, right? How many guards in each level? How many guards in each level? And he will not answer the question until the very end of the episode when Andor asks again, how many guards in each level? And he says, never more than 12. Cutscene. All right, there we go. So we know that next week has to be the breakout, right? The 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 the, the escape. Some of that water pipe, probably. Yeah, yeah. So Looks like they got a plan in place. They have a couple of ways where they think they can escape or where they can get the upper hand on the uh, the Empire, the security guards, but we'll find out next week. Yeah. So yeah, how are they going to escape, though? Like, are they going to swim in the water? I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to happen next week. It's, it's going to be something to see. I, I can't wait to see hey, it. Hey, Dad, five bucks says they swim out. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not a betting person, and neither are you. I don't know. I need some candy. Nah, well, nah, we don't need to bet on candy. I can always get you candy. Yay. Let's go today. If, if I want to. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to other stories. So let's talk about, let's talk about Mon Mothma. Uh, we saw her. Poor Mon Mothma. I keep saying this, you know, that she is, it just seems like no one is listening to her. No one has any idea um, what she's talking about. You know, she was talking about this directive, how it's, you know, the empire is slowly taking over our lives and she's it's on the like, Senate floor. These people, they, they're trying to rule us. Yeah. And you just hear lights clicking yeah. off repeatedly because people are just like tuned out. Yeah. I mean, the Senate floor, they were like, they don't care. You know, they started to turn off the lights like they were going home from the office and yeah. they just walked out. And, you know, mm-hmm. and you can hear the more people... You know, there were people shouting, you know, long live the empire and, and you people know, shouting, listen to her. She makes a point. Right. Right. Let her talk. Right. And but the more she talks, the more you can hear her echo as if she's the only person in the room, which at some point she does become the only person in the room. And she's very uh, unhappy. You see her get back into her car 
and uh, she uh, gets a message from her driver and says, well, your cousin is here. And, and we're like, oh, Mothma says, cousin. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, so we get back to Mothma's place and her Lita's cousin. Lita's got a dress, apparently. Yeah. From... And now all of a sudden it's like, Val is related to my Mothma. Val. Val is Mon's cousin. Val is related to my Mothma. How about that? And I guess that makes sense, right? Because as she is this spoiled, rich uh, girl or woman or, you know, what she, she was. Um, she came from money. And that's where that's where it's from. She's a cousin of Mama. But how about that? That was interesting. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's good. So um, and there was this dinner scene where, you know, uh, her husband, you know, was being rude as usual. Uh, so, you know, let's you know, we can skip that part. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, well, before we get on to the next topic, let's go ask for questions and comments. What do we have? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, let us know if you have any questions or comments regarding the episode. All right. But yeah, uh, we're going to keep going. Speak. But yeah, but please let us know. All right. So let's let's talk about uh, Bix. All right. Bix Queen. Uh -oh. And um, now She's this. In trouble. Right. Now, when we last saw her, you know, she was taken by Deidre, Dedra and the, and the Empire, and Dedra is questioning her, and Bix is not giving up any information, so they resort to torture, you know, um, which, you know, we've seen it in Star Wars, but we haven't seen it like this. Uh, this was something that was different, um, but uh, very effective, and it was very reminiscent of the time when in A New Hope when Vader was trying to interrogate Princess Leia and, you know, she, uh, you know, he brings out the, the probe drawer with the needle. I was expecting that it was going to be a needle, but it was something more than that. But you see the scene where outside the cell where they're keeping Bix, you see that door come down, that steel door, and you see the boots, the Empire walking away, very similar to that shot in A New Hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was pretty All cool. All right, real quick, yes. let's do Q&A. Yes. Alex. I too was surprised that Val was Bob Bosma's cousin. Cool twist though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really was. Mm -hmm. R, thank you, R. I love Dedra, but now she's really starting to show evil. She is. Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, I love the show. Yeah, me, me too. Dedra's I, the best one. Yeah, she, you know, Denisco, you know, wonderful actor. Wonderful. Um, and what's wonderful about it is we were talking about, you know, her the her in the first four or five episodes where we're actually rooting for her to actually get the upper hand on her uh her other uh, isb uh you know compatriots right and you know blevin you know we didn't he want, lost right and blevin we didn't like him it's a funny thing we haven't seen blevin since he uh uh tried he probably to, quit <laughs> since he since he tried to throw her under the bus at that meeting a couple episodes ago and then he Party got probably showed him the door then he got thrown under the bus but anyway so she came out victorious and now she's doing exactly what she told us she was going to do and we're seeing it now and she is very evil and oh, that's just yeah. the makings of a great character it's the makings of a great actor uh great storytelling but yes but she is running away with this and the interrogation scene was was pretty scary um they gave her this torture thing and like it's audio mm -hmm. So you could hear this screaming. And I don't know if you picked this up, but those were children. Yeah. Yeah. 
That was interesting. I'm disturbed. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you. I would be disturbed as well. Yeah. I mean, just to hear the sounds of screaming children. Um, but yeah, that was, but you know, Bix, you know, she's still hanging in there. Um, she is not giving up enough information. She's not giving up anything. No, right she now. But they're still going to keep her there, and they're going to just, uh, you know, continue to get whatever they can from her. Witness, um, right. This is witness protection gone wrong. Right. Yeah. So she's not going anywhere. Um, Marva, right? Uh, they haven't uh, questioned Andor's... her yet, but they got eyes on her because they're like, she's too old and yeah. afraid of right. anything serious. Exactly. They figure she's not like, going to go anywhere. You know, try she's... her spirit because that Marva, Marva, Marva is like the most spirited character on the show because yeah. she's like, I will fight for the rebels no matter what it takes. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna underestimate her. I know, you know. So she's gonna pull off one last stunt. That's going to or maybe food. not one last. Well, maybe there'll be more. Well, yes, that's true, right? Yeah, but you know, they're they don't know Marva, you know. So they're they're gonna be in for a surprise. Um, we did also see Cinta. You know, we not a speaking part. You know, she didn't really have much to do, but she's still, um, you know, at um, you know, the planet. Yeah, uh, waiting for Cassian to return if he ever does return. Um, still on Ferrix. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to return on Ferrix. All right, and uh, let's talk about our boy, Cyril. Oh, oh Cyril! Cyril. Every oh, every week, Cyril. Cyril just Cyril just gets amazes me. <laughs> well, I feel so bad for this man. Like he's one of the greatest characters, and everyone's just underestimating him. So, you know, Cyril he's having a normal time. He's just trying to eat his breakfast, and his mother's like, I iron your clothes. Mm -hmm. I give you two meals a day. And what do I reap? And he's like, I've been promoted. Oh, and then I she's like, it. Oh, I, I knew, knew you had good had it things. Oh. And I'm like, For the past three episodes, you've been berating Cyril about not doing good things. Now that he gets a promotion, you're like, I knew he would do good things. Her Uncle Harlow would be so proud. And Cyril's like, just let me eat my cereal. Just let me eat my cereal. Hey, let me say this one thing about the cereal thing. I don't know about his his diet, but he loves his cereal. And, you know, like me and Lucky Charms. When he wants to tune his mother out, you know, he put the bowl up to his face and he starts slurping. That's hilarious. Big day. He just went. Yeah, he just, oh, I, I don't want to hear anybody. Take it to the he, head. Take it to the head, you know. But it was pretty funny. We have more questions and comments. What do right. we have? All right. R, Cyril is a wild guy showing up at Dedra's work. I'm oh, yeah. Creepy. We're going to talk about that. Oh, yeah. That. We didn't even get to that scene. Yo, yet. we're going to talk and about that. Alex, mm -hmm. I think Bix is a great character. She's strong and brave, but it's sad me to see her tortured. Yeah. As for Dedra, she's evil, but very well written and well acted also. Yeah, absolutely agree on that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If you want to see a little bit more of that, check out our Potathon interviews because we actually interviewed some of the cast of Andor. Good point. And yeah. we we're also part of a roundtable in which we got to ask Denise Go and Kyle Soller mm -hmm. and Diego Luna questions. Yeah. So check those out as well. And, and Genevieve, Genevieve, right. Genevieve, that's exactly yes. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Adria Ohona. Yes, she yeah. was part of the Potathon series. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we were fortunate to, to interview with them. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, Alex, yes, you're right. All around, great acting, the storytelling, direction. Mm -hmm. uh, this is fantastic. But so, now, let's get to Cyril the Stone. Yeah, let's now, let's, 
Whew, let's see what's going on with what is he up to. So we know that he wants pretty much what Dedra wants, you know. Pretty much. Yeah. We say pretty much for a reason. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure if he was given the opportunity to be in that ISB, that he would take it immediately. And I think he's going about the wrong way. Um Cyril does not have a girlfriend at this moment. Yeah. But he's yes, yeah, so what he what he does is he's waiting out for her. At the ISB. Yeah, he's like, I, I just I just wait for you to come out. I just stand outside here and see if I can see you. Yeah. And then just like, I can have you arrested. You're stalking me. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was ridiculous. I mean, because but, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, let me finish this part up. Yeah. So right. it was ridiculous um that he's standing there and you know, he's trying to convince her that, you know, we can work, you know. I have, you know, I have something. I have something you want. Yeah, you know, we want the same thing. I wait, Dad. You got to do the impression. You got to do it. You have something I want. All right. So Bob just had to get up. That was my Moff Gideon imitation. All right. So good job, man. By popular demand. Okay. All right. There we go. (laughs) It's okay. All right. Yeah. So you know, and so he's just standing there. He knows what time she arrives to the office. Uh, when she's going to be at what point. And then he, st- you know, he, then he goes and, um, you know, she wants to keep going and he grabs her by the arm, like, what? what? What's going on? What's he going to do? Yeah. And I'm you know, like, but, Cyril, yeah. if you're trying to get a girlfriend, please don't do it that way. Yeah, please he's... don't grab them. Yeah. Come yeah. on. Get, get game. Yeah. Get I, game. I don't, I don't know if it's about, you know, a relationship that he wants. I or think... if he just wants to work at the ISB, but he's going about yeah. it the wrong way. I think he just wants, in you know like i want andor just as much as you do let me work with you i can help you i you know i remember he said in the last episode that i'm good at solving cases and you know i i understand how things work so he 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 wants to be in her shoes you know Mm -hmm. point blank we know that so um is he going about the right way i don't know we'll just have to see but real quick let's take a QA break thank you uh Mm -hmm. camille peterson I think Dedra is a perfect example of how menacing and threatening the Empire can be. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. They are. Alex, yeah. I agree with R. Yeah. Cyril is a creep, but I relate, but I can relate to his love for cereal. <laughs> and I like how he drowned out his mother with slippery cereal. Oh, it was and the classic. the interview with the Andor actors was awesome. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. And just uh, Kamel Peterson, thank you so much. I think you're new. Uh, haven't seen your name before, so are welcome. You new here? Because if you are, please subscribe, like the, like <laughs> well, the vid. Yeah, Shameless plug. Yeah, well, thank you, but you know, thanks for joining us, <laughs> Kamel. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's... and a surprise visit, mm-hmm. Star Wars Geek Girl. Oh, okay, all right, wonderful. All right, Star Wars Geek Girl is here as well. Thank you, Mike. All right. Um, so I think that really covers the episode. So what we're looking forward to for next episode, obviously we're going to have the prison break. We don't know how it's going to happen, but it has to happen. All right. Um, oh, if we didn't have the, co- let's talk about the conversation that, uh, Tay Coma, right. The friend, uh, you know, childhood friend of my Mothma, she is still looking for cash and he has an idea who, has the money she's looking for, but it sounds like somebody who is probably, you know, d- does illegal things for a living, yeah, right? He makes his money is, what is illegally. What is a name for a vampire, Dad? 
well, okay, those yeah. people yeah, those, who those are people. apparently trying to get money from right. Harbaugh. Well, I mean, we, you know, she needs money, but they're going to ask her for something crazy. Yeah, and, and, and you know, in my days, or I don't know if they still use this term before, something there's a term called loan sharks. You know, somebody, you know, when you need to borrow money from someone and you can't get it from a bank and you can't get it the legal means, you have to go to somebody else who has the money you're looking for. But you don't know where to get the money from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, it's about getting the money. And of course, they're going to charge you, you know, twice as much interest as a bank would. But hey, you don't ask you know, questions, you know, right? You so, don't question where your money comes from. You don't ask questions. So you don't know, have any idea who this person is going to be, but we'll find out next week, I guess. Um, and then uh, I think we covered it. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, let us know. Did we, uh, anything else that we missed about the episode that you want to discuss? Uh, what do you think is going to happen in, in uh, episode number 10? Uh, we're almost we're almost there. I can't believe we're coming to an end. So um, it's been fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I feel was, like it was just September. We were just reviewing the first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly right. All right. So then so first episode. Yes. OK. All right. Wonderful. So now and we have 11 viewers. OK. <laughs> Keith. <laughs> Shameless plug. Oh, shameless plug. Okay, okay. All right. Well, uh, do we have any more questions or comments? Let's see if we have. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're gonna uh, make our, our announcements now. All right. So, uh, so let's talk about what we're gonna have. What's gonna happen next week? All right. So we'll be back on Wednesday to review episode ten. All right. Um, we also are, you know, working our way to uh, getting ready for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which opens a week from tomorrow. All right, so we got uh, our opening day tickets. We yeah, we have tickets for for Friday, um, and we want to show you this book. This book is called "Protectors of Wakanda: A History and Training of the Dora Milaje." Um, if you have not heard of this book. I highly recommend it. So this book, really, if you are a Black Panther fan. Yeah, um, this book is great. It's a complete guide to the adorable logic. Exactly. Like, do you know how much training they go through? Well, right, exactly. And this book is going to explain it. So this book, um, personally, I do not follow or, you know, have, you know, not try to follow. Um, but in the past, I have not followed the Black Panther comics, right? Or so, the lore. Right. So this really tells you a lot that you need to know about the history of the Black Panther and the Dora Milaje, if you're interested, right? So this is a, a book for Black Panther fans, fans of the comics, fans of the movies. So the author, Karima Horn, we are hoping to have an interview with her by next week. And it will, we're scheduling to air it on Thursday, next Thursday. Um, it will be a recording. Right. It, it will be a recording. It won't be a live stream, but we are working on getting uh, Karima Horn to talk about her book. Feel free to put in comments, though. Right. So, yeah, if you've read this book, let me know if you know anything about it. Uh, but you can interested in getting it. Obviously, you can go to um, any of your local bookstores or you can buy it on Amazon. But, yes, uh, so Karima Horn, um, that, our next uh, in conversation for next week will be uh, the author of this book. All right. So looking forward to that. All right. So we have Q and A's. Okay. What do we have? All right. So Keith, where can people find us? 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also check us out on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. at Balancing Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Website, BalancingGalaxy.com. Please donate to our Patreon page so we can keep making awesome content like this. And, you know, check out our speaker page as well. And now we would like to announce our merch store. Merchandise store. So go to fathersandgalaxy.myspreadshop.com to claim your two weeks worth of 50% off merchandise. Well, right. So you have a couple of weeks to, if you buy, you get a discount. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have mm-hmm. about, you have like two weeks, about a week and a half left now. Okay. So go buy merch. Yeah. Please. Yeah, so we'll leave. The, so in in this episode, of course, we'll leave the uh, email leave address. In the description below. Right, we'll leave it in the description, so you'll have the address there. Uh, also, it's also appearing on the screen. All right, um, and that should be it. So we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You said yeah, that already. Said that. Already. Okay. All right. Great. All right. Let's see. Any final Q&A? What do we have? Camille Peterson, Camille. long-time subscriber, first-time commenter. Oh, oh wow. Thank you so much. All right. Fantastic. Well, now it's, now it's your second time commenting. Yeah. Very nice. Very cool. Okay. Uh, okay. All so right. So, Geek Girl. Yes. Okay. So, podcast and more. Mm-hmm. I have mixed I feelings about Dedra. She's the evil of the Empire, but she's doing her job, too. Yeah. Yes, that is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she's, I, you know, I don't know what to, you know, what to tell you. I mean, it's, it's what we expect from the Empire, right? Um, she's just doing, like you said, Mike, she's doing her job and it's, um, she's masterful at it, you know, so. Um, oh, I'm terrified and, of Dedra. She's yeah, and, interrogated this side of Star Wars. And you know what? She has the. Um, her, her, well, her boss is behind her as well. You know what I mean? So. When you have that, you know, your boss uh, believes in, 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 in your cause and what you're saying, Makes what you're you doing, really it, it, it gives you that much more power, you know, so. Makes you want to interrogate the goodness out of people. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. So then that should be it then for this yeah. episode. All right. All right. Guys. All right. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, this has been fun. And thank you again for tune in on a Thursday instead of a Wednesday. Uh, Very nice. All right. So we enjoy this and we can't wait to see what happens next episode. It's going to be big. If if this, if this is the breakout episode, which I anticipate is going to be, it's going to be something to watch. So we're going to have a lot to talk about next Wednesday. So guys, that's it for this episode. Yeah. Take care. And we we will will see see you again. again.